Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. I'm Bharati Jagdish. Now, Britain is in mourning following the death last week of Queen Elizabeth at Balmoral Castle in Scotland. Yesterday, the Queen's coffin left Balmoral for the Scottish capital, Edinburgh, ahead of her state funeral on Monday. Now, Peter Ross, producer and presenter from the BBC, joins us from London to take us through what's happening on the ground, the Queen's final journey, King Charles's plans, the economic uncertainty facing the country, as well as the call from some countries countries to break away from the Commonwealth. Hi Pete, thanks for joining us. Hi, good evening. Thanks Barty. Pleasure to be back with you guys already. Yes, Pete, I have noticed that everyone in my neighbourhood had their televisions on over the weekend and they were all watching the Queen make her final journey from Scotland to Edinburgh. Tell us what's going on on the ground right now and what's next. Yeah, I mean, I think your viewers will in some ways be just as informed as I am. I, I watched those same television pictures from my colleagues in the BBC yesterday yep. afternoon. Uh, one thing that struck me was I was actually in that part of the country just a week ago, making that exact same drive from Aberdeenshire down to the capital in Scotland. So it struck an extra chord for me. I, I was quite familiar with those roads. And, and you know, as you and, and, and your listeners will have seen, you know, it was lined by many thousands of well-wishers that wanted to pay their, their final respects to the Queen. Now, the, the, the cortege arrived in Edinburgh yesterday. She's currently in Holyrood Palace, which is the official residence of the monarch when they're in Edinburgh. Um, they're awaiting the arrival of King, King Charles, who's actually addressing Parliament as we speak. Um, he'll get on a plane and fly to Edinburgh so that he can join his mother's coffin, and then that will proceed... Um, from the bottom of the Royal Mile up to the top where the castle sits, but also St Giles Cathedral, where a ceremony will take place later. And then uh, well-wishers, uh, those that wish to pay their respects, will have this in Edinburgh, in Scotland, will have the chance to do so before the coffin makes the journey south to London tomorrow. Now, it was reported... Um, there was thought that the, the journey would take place by train so that you could see perhaps similar scenes as we saw yesterday when the cars were making their way down the roads of Scotland. You'd see something similar played out with a train going down. They've decided not to do that. I think it was just thought that it might take just a bit of time. But anyway, the Queen will be in... in, in um, in London tomorrow, uh, will make her way to Westminster Palace, uh, where she will lie in state for four days, allowing visitors and well-wishers to go along and pay their respects, ahead of a state funeral on Monday. Now, as you said, King Charles is addressing Parliament this very minute, and he's been quoted as saying, we smile knowing you and Grandpa are united. He's also talking about upholding parliamentary traditions moving forward. What else can we expect from him in terms of remarks? Well, I mean, I think a lot of people will be paying attention, will, will be thinking, you know, as, as, you know, I think the first stage was shock, even though, as we discussed on Friday, that people realised the Queen was, was a woman of, of 96 years, that she'd slowed down in the last year or so, particularly since her husband, the Duke of Edinburgh, passed. You know, it was still shocking that she's gone. And I think there's certainly been... You know, we're in official period, you know, period of mourning at the moment. The funeral the, the will not happen until Monday. Parliament is in recess. But there's lots of other things going on. And I think, you know, as, as, as Charles makes his official addresses today, 
attention is now not moving away from the Queen, but people are now beginning to think about, well, what happens next? What does the monarchy look like going forward? I think we got a bit of a sense of, of the kind of role Charles will play. When we talked on Friday, we, we, we mentioned that he's been quite outspoken in the past yeah. about things like the environment or, or architecture and what have you. Well, and I think I said that, look, he's been in training for the role his whole life and he realises, you know, w- what duties are involved. But what we have learned since then is that the, 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 the Prince, excuse me, the King Charles will be going on a tour of the country. He'll be going around um, Edinburgh, he'll be back to Northern Ireland and Wales. Um, and, and this is not... Um, this is not procedure. This is something the king has decided he wanted. To, he wants to do. So clearly, he wants to, you know, maintain the union, and uh, he's already making his own decisions about about how to go forward. What exactly he'll say and exactly how he'll govern, we'll just have to wait and see. But as I've said, he knows the importance of the role. He knows that conversations are, are, are will be, you know, beginning to happen around. Well, should some country do some countries in the in the Commonwealth want to move towards? being a republic. We've heard comments from um, the leader of Jamaica say just that and other uh, countries in that region as well. So what exactly will happen next? We'll just have to wait and see. But it certainly seems that, that, that of course, King Charles is taking his, his role seriously. Since you mentioned Jamaica, I mean, there have been some controversial discussions in the British realms. For one, Republicans in Australia are calling for a debate to end the country's association with the monarchy. New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinta Ardern just today said that her country will eventually become a republic and drop the British monarch as its head of state. However, she did say she doesn't see this happening anytime soon. Nevertheless, how is all of this being viewed in the UK? How far is all of this likely to go? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I think the first thing to say is that you know certainly there is is huge. Uh, I, I would say that that most people here in 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 the United Kingdom are you know are mourning and and had a and and the Queen is certainly viewed in one way. She 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 was in the role for for the best part of seventy years, and and you know Prince Charles is an entirely different person. Of course, there are supporters of the monarchy here in this country, and there are those that would perhaps like to see Britain become a republic, much like other countries around the world. So I, I'm sure that there will be people thinking, well, you know, we're entering a new phase. This is the time to bring bring up the debate of of whether whether the country needs a monarchy or not. But I still think, given what's going on at the moment, given the fact that you know, the, the Parliament is closed down, that perhaps that conversation hasn't started in earnest yet, but that certainly not doesn't, you know, does not mean that that conversation won't be getting louder uh, and more people joining it as, as we go through the weeks uh, following, um, you know, the death of the Queen and Charles taking on his new role and, and how he goes about that. Mm, let's talk a little bit more about King Charles in his new role. Some commentators yeah. have said that, you know, the population would, turn to the Queen in the past as a calming and neutral presence. Can King Charles be a similarly calming and neutral presence? Or do his strengths lie elsewhere? And can he be just as productive, whatever he chooses to present? I mean, I think that's a very fair comment. I mean, if, if you, we've talked about the, the, the coverage on, on the television over the weekend, and a lot of that coverage was speaking to, to everyday people in the street, those that had gone to pay their respects. And something you would have heard time and time again was people just saying, 
she was just always there. She was just this presence that mm. when the country was going through hard times, we could look to. And whether Charles will, will, will be able to offer that same solace for so many people, that's definitely a question open for debate. I mean, he's already courted some controversy um, with, this, with this potential tour of the UK. It was suggested in some news reports that the Prime Minister, the new Prime Minister, Liz Truss, would join him on that tour. Um, and there was, a, there was quite a lot of criticism of that, people wondering, well, why is the you know the, the 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 monarchy and the state are supposed to be separate here? Why why would the the prime minister be going on a tour with with the, with the new king and mm. say the leaders of the opposition not invited? So you know it, we're only a couple of days into his reign and already controversy is, is is beginning to appear you know on the edges. So we we only know you know we we will only know how Charles you know becomes moves from being Prince of Wales to King Charles in the coming days and weeks. One, one little thing I will say, though, is, you know, as much as there might be growing voices for, you know, growing Republican voices, there is still a lot of support for Charles that we have seen. When he arrived back in Buckingham, uh, Buckingham Palace on Friday, he got out the car with the Queen Consort, Camilla, in her new official role, and meet, met the crowds. Uh, went out shaking hands, mm. you know, and, and, and talking with them. And certainly there were several reports or several videos on social media of the crowd seemingly breaking into spontaneous song of God Save the King. And, and that's not the only time we've seen that this weekend. So, you know, while it remains to be seen if, if Charles will be as popular as the Queen, and that, let's be honest, will be quite difficult. She was very, very popular. There is certainly a lot of support for Charles in the country at the moment as well. Now, Pete... Business publications are reporting that the cost and ceremony of the Queen's funeral will not be lost on the UK, which is in the grips of a cost of living crisis. Given all the bank holidays, company closures, don't forget the funeral expenditures, coronation expenses. How much is this likely to come up to and are people really counting the cost here? Well, again, I think it's another another case of, you know, we're, we're just emerging into, into mm. a brand new week and we're now beginning to sort of contest contextualize things that perhaps were maybe put to the side because of the shock and sadness felt by many. Right. Yes, you make some very good points there. You know, the, the Bank of England um, predicted uh, not, not so very long ago that there was a very real chance that, that Britain would enter a recession at the end of the year. Um, of, and you'll also remember, we, we discussed it on Friday, that when uh, the sad news of the Queen's death broke, it broke while Parliament was debating um, the energy crisis and this new government, Liz Trust, the new prime minister's um, plan to tackle that. They were in the middle of scrutinising that plan. There's still very few details. Of, we know that she's going to. She says she wants to cap um, cap energy prices, and she, you know, but we but we don't know very much on the details of how she plans to do that, how she plans to pay for it. That was being scrutinised. However, Parliament is now shut down. It's now suspended, and we're hearing that it will be suspended until next Monday. So you've got a Parliament suspended that really, you know, the, the Prime Minister's in-tray is bulging with things that she needs to do, mm. yet Parliament's going to be in recess for a week. We're beginning to hear a bit of pushback on that this morning. As you say, businesses closed down. All the Premier League football games, we know how much business and revenue that generates in the country. They were closed down over the weekend. Departments, famous department stores like Selfridges, etc. You know, and also um, tourist sites that, that that would normally be, you know, we'd have people flying into the country to go to, being discouraged from from people going there because of a, as a mark of respect 
to the Queen. So it, it, it seems like a perfect storm. Um, but again, of course, we won't we won't know. But given that Britain was already teetering on the edge of a recession, this certainly will not help. Well, all of that certainly remains to be seen because I do have some journalist colleagues who are saying that it's very difficult to get plane tickets into the UK right now. A lot of people want to go and pay their respects. So that's actually causing a lot of jams at the airports, at the airlines and at hotels in the UK. So that's one way of clawing back some revenue, isn't it, Pete? (laughs) <laughs> you, you could say so, yes. I mean, that is something. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's, there are un, unforeseen uh, circumstances coming out of all of this. I mean, yeah. um, and, uh, you know, so, I mean, even even local transport, the, the tube is, has, has been, uh, you know, shall we say, pretty difficult to ride in the last couple of days because there's just been so many people trying to get down to Buckingham Palace to, to lay flowers and tributes to, to the extent that today, just one very small minor piece of news that, that did, you know, attract my attention. The palace is... Has, has has said that they are very grateful for people to take floral tributes to various sites around the UK. But one, could they please take the plastic wrapping off, thinking about the environment? Maybe mm. that's a nod from King Charles. Yep. And also, mm. they, they don't want any more marmalade sandwiches or Paddington bears. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people are very amused by that little clip of the Queen and Paddington bear. Now, the thing is, Pete, some experts are saying that King Charles actually has plans to slim down the royal family, the Mm. costs of running the royal family. What have you heard, if anything? Yeah, well, I mean, I think I've I've seen a little bit of chatter about this online, nothing particularly substantiated. Mm. What I would say, first off, is that that King Charles has a smaller family than the Queen, you know, just, just the two boys. In comparison to the to, to, to the Queen's three three boys and, and Princess Anne, so I mean there's less official roles to be filled, um, so that could be one 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 thing that he might look to you know to sort of reduce the role of the monarchy somewhat. But again, as I said, we're really in in the very earliest days of his reign, and already he wants to embark on a on a on a tour of the United Kingdom, which is not precedent. So that does not say to me that he, you know, wants to hide his light behind a bushel or, or, or you know, reduce, pull, pull the monarchy out mm. of the spotlight. But again, it all remains to be seen. All right, one last thing, Pete. What can we expect in the coming days in the lead-up to the funeral? And, of course, beyond that, the lead-up to King Charles' official coronation. Well, I'll, I'll take the coronation one first. Um, no real details at the moment. Um, I, I, it, could be honest, months, I right? it could be months, right? It could be months. It really could be months. Yes, when the when the when the when the Queen actually when when the Queen herself ascended to the throne in 1952, it wasn't until the following year that her coronation took place. It was more than a year. Um, from from her from her ascending, so I'm not suggesting it could be as long as it is now. But given all the issues going on in the UK, the the cost, the cost of living crisis, and, and what have you, and, and the amount of time this will take to plan, I don't think we're going to get any details for a while yet. And and you know, again, this is. This is pure speculation, but if it happened this year, I think many people, particularly royal commentators, would be surprised. As as far as what we can expect for the rest of the week, well, as I said, um, once the Queen arrives in in London and she gets to Westminster, um, she 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 will lie in state, as it's called for four days, um, and, and members of the public, people will be allowed to go along 
and and pay their respect. Um, we're, we're told that they're expecting such high numbers that you won't be able to stop and rest. It will just be a sort of continual line around the co- around the coffin, um, mm. and, and that will happen for four days until we have the funeral on Monday. You know, Pete, I would be remiss if I let you go without asking you this. What is your personal enduring memory of Queen Elizabeth? Well, that's that's. I mean, I mean, I can't. I don't think I can say much more or any better than all the thousands of people, probably thousands of people, that have spoken on the radio and on the television. You know, she was just an enduring presence for me. Um, my grandmother, who was someone very special to me, who passed um, not so very long ago. Um, you know, she was a huge fan of the Queen. So when I think of the Queen, I think of of my grandmother, and I think mm. I think that's 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 the same for a lot of people that. They were. They, she, she was like a, a grand, a grandparent. That you know, a grandmother that that, that looked after them, um, maybe from afar, maybe one that you didn't hear from very often. Mm. But um, that's what I think of. I think of family. I think of my grand, my grandmother, and um, you know the, the service that she put in for the country. She, she'll certainly be missed, and we're definitely entering a new era. That's for sure. Thank you very much for that, Pete. Pete Ross, producer, presenter at the BBC. Thanks for joining us on Prime Time. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.